Hello everyone and welcome to A Runner's Story. Today I'm at USI and we've got some people on the treadmill so um, sorry about that. But we have today with us Tyler Garrett. He is a runner on the men's team and um, we're going to interview him today and talk a little bit about him. Um, so Tyler, um, welcome. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Good. Um, so, uh, how did you? Let's let's first talk about um, your love for running. If you have a love for running, do you like running? Let's start with uh, that. Yeah, yeah, I do. And I think, to me, I think it started developing within the you know since my senior year of high school to about now when I started actually you know love to uh, loving to run enjoying it whereas you know where I was younger it was just hey I'm out here for fun we're, we're running you know no big deal but you kind of when you start actually enjoying it you start to love it and you want to do it all the time you know right so what I guess I should start with what got you to run at first why did you begin running um so really as I as I started with soccer um it, so you're a soccer player yes, first? Yes, yes. How long did you play soccer? So I started late, uh, fifth grade or sixth grade, somewhere around there. So I was a late, you know, sport up-and-comer. Uh, I didn't really like sports. I tried baseball. That didn't work out. <laughs> so, you know, I think my parents kind of forced that on me to do something. And, you know, I said, well, you know, we'll play soccer. And I didn't know how athletic I was. I didn't do anything before because you can't tell with baseball. I mean, you hit a ball, run around. And you know and whatnot so you know for me soccer was that start you know learning what to do and stuff and you know you, you you get a sense of running within it you know it's not the main part of soccer but you know it's a it's it's a majority of it you're always running you're always moving and for me that transition happened between I want to say my freshman year of, no end of freshman year to beginning of sophomore year that summer I think our my coach for high school his son was doing it and he wanted me to do it too and I was like no I don't want to but I just decided you know what why not there's nothing to lose because it, it'd be like I was at soccer practice and I go to a couple cross practices well you know I, I somewhat enjoyed it a little bit not as much as I do now but you know I, I would play soccer go to a meet on Saturday and it would be as if that was like a workout for me to go to a meet on Saturday versus some people that's the race for me it was just I was going on Saturday to race what was your transition from soccer to running like what made you want to do that transition or how did that happen well at first I would say that transition happened you know somewhat fast because I didn't really train before it it was kind of like I was just doing soccer and then I kind of threw myself in there so it was like a quick transition uh, we're, hey, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna see how it is. And I think that was the uh, that was the uh, strangest part of it was like just throwing yourself, not knowing how to run a 5K, not not ever actually running, you know, distance, you know, getting mileage in and stuff. And I I think that was like the transition that I had to get used to. When did you start running? Are you, are you like you were you played soccer from sixth grade to. What? Senior year. Senior year. Without junior year, I quit junior year. To... Okay. And then you didn't run until college? Or... No, I ran. So I ran middle school 
sixth, seventh, and eighth just tracked and do cross. Mm-hmm. And I just ran the 400 and the 100, which was weird. I don't know how they put me in that, but and I want to say high school, I was still a 400 runner my freshman year, sophomore year. I decided that I was going to do cross, and then I did track, and then I started somewhat enjoying it. I'd say more enjoyable of that now. And then when I got my junior year, I quit soccer, and then when I was running, I, I hated it. You know, that's where it kind of fell out of a place of, like, you know, our, we had problems with coaches, and, you know, they didn't... I felt like they were, you know, overworking us at some times and not believing in other things as nutrition, stretching, weights, you know, all the side pieces that come together for, you know, one thing. And I think that's where it was like, oh man, I'm screwed. So your junior year, you said you did cross? Did cross and quit soccer. And quit soccer. And then your senior year, you did not like running. No, I think it was, what I did was by the end of my junior year, went to state and 800 and I was like I was excited for that because mm-hmm. when I I was mentally drained from my junior year of cross country and soccer because I quit because the coach was terrible <laughs> towards me like he wasn't a terrible coach but he was terrible towards me it was kind of like I was attacked all the time and I felt like out of place and I just didn't enjoy it anymore and and cross country didn't go well either you know my sophomore year ran a 17 flat of just pure talent and then the next year when I actually trained with them I can't break an 18. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where then I, I hooked up with uh, a local coach um, up in Indy, and then that's where everything started changing. And it wasn't based on mileage and stuff. He was just trying to help me, you know, figure myself out. What do I like? You know, one of those things. And then when I made the 800 at State, you know, I started enjoying it again. My senior year, getting back into soccer because, like, the coach wanted me to. He apologized and everything. I became good friends with his son. So that's how a big part of it started. And then I didn't run, run cross. I did, uh, and then my senior year finishing uh, track, finishing 11th at state, and then going to, now here I am at USI being recruited. Right. So you were, were you recruited by Hilliard? I was recruited by Jamal. Jamal? Jamal, but I knew, cause I contacted Hilliard at first cause I didn't know who I wanted, but in a sense, you know, he knew I was probably like 800, 400, and he was like, he wasn't going to deal with me at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Jamal took me in, and then now he left, so I talked to Hilliard just recently and said, hey, here's what I want to do. I want to work with you now, because I know my potential's there. I know, you know, I know you'll help me. I know you know what you're doing. And he said, I agree, I want you with me. And then ever since then, you know, I feel like I'm in, I'm in the right spot moving forward. What? convinced you to go to USI or did you have plans to go to USI? Um, what really it came down to uh, that I wanted to run and if I didn't run I was I wanted to go to like a D1 school just for fun just because why not mm-hmm. you know schooling but since I wanted to run I think my limits were trying and USI and when I went to trying it was just too cold like, you know, you're up more north towards Michigan, it's going to be cold. And that wasn't me. I was always more of a warm guy. So down south, Indiana, I liked the campus. I liked Coach Johnson. I met Hilliard. He was a nice guy. So, you know, it made it easier that you like both coaches. You know, you knew you had a spot on the team and you were going to run immediately. Whereas, you know, some schools you go to, you may retro the first year. And what's the point of doing that with the possibility of getting injured? And then, you know, you're getting screwed over somehow and because you got injured, but you already redshirted. So it's one of those things that when you know you're going to run, you, you do it because you know you're going to run and you don't want to waste time. Right. So 
you started running distance on um did you do a little bit of distance at all you started running more distance once you got to college right yes and no i think not until the end of my freshman year it was you know uh jamal wanted us to run but i wasn't all about that yet because of my past experience was high school you know right. running 50 miles and they didn't care about anything else and that's what screwed it over because i was always tired i was fatigued i didn't eat enough my nutrition was off so it was one of those things that I was still skeptical about, you know, running mileage, doing harder workouts, longer workouts, you know, stuff that pushed you because I just felt like my body would shut down again. And, you know, I didn't want to go back down to that path. Whereas, you know, my, in the freshman year, I didn't make the finals of the 800 outdoor conference, even though I knew I was talented, um, had talent, I was good enough to make it. Mm -hmm. And then I, I kind of let lit a fire under under me like okay you know I don't want to be in that situation again I know I'm better than this I can't just be relying on my talent anymore because the competition gets better and better and you got to push yourself so I knew so I think in the summer I was maybe 15 miles a week but that was more the most I've ever done 15 15 in the summer a week and that was that and that's not a lot yeah but by the time I was my, coming into my sophomore year, I started moving up and up and up and you know, I was talking to Jamal and Hilliard, I was talking to him about it. I got up to 30 miles a week, which was a record. Oh yeah. Well, not really a record, record of how well I felt. So it wasn't a record because I could go out there and run 50 miles and it may be a mess, but like a record of, I was feeling good doing it too. Whereas right. back when I was doing the more mileage, I was feeling terrible and you know, I hated every day, but I was actually enjoying it. I was looking forward to running. I was looking forward to going to practice. I was looking forward to get better for races. And then I think that's what happened. And I was doing so well. I had a few nicks in, you know, along the way with some calf problems and stuff. But other than that, it was it was looking really well for the season. Okay. So what year are you right now? Junior. You're a junior. And then, um, so you started running 30 miles a week last year? Last, last fall. Last yeah, fall? Yeah, fall of 2019. Okay. So you started getting more miles on you, but you are a 400 runner, right? Yeah, 400, 800. My 400, name was 800, 800, but I could still run the 400, but I wasn't willing to do anything less or more. Okay, so that you can, it's kind of like your sweet spot, especially yes. with mileage. Um, it's kind of hard to find that with 800, 400, um, yes. if that is your main thing. Um, so... You aren't running right now. No. And that is unfortunate. That is very unfortunate. Um, um, when did, so you ran in the fall. Um, did you run cross country? No. Okay. Not yet. Still, I was, I was being hounded by many people to do it. And I said I would do it, but then I backed out late. And I was just like, no, I, I don't want to do it. And then somewhat I regretted it, but I still went to like the normal runs, like the, hey, we're going to go run our second runs in the afternoon, four miles, because that was my sweet spot, that between mm -hmm. that four and six every day and between workouts and stuff, I would at least run with them, you know, three times a week, four maybe. So is cross country something you're thinking about doing? Oh, absolutely, I will be there next year. That's awesome. Cause you are a 400, 800 runner and- Ho um, Hopefully, you know, may maybe I can run the mile one day. You know, I think I can right. be decent at it. I'm not nothing going to be anything special, but I think that sweet spot's still the 800, whereas I can run a 400, but I want to be able to open that range to a mile maybe, you know? So what changed your mind to run cross country? I just was tired of being average. 
so, and I know that you know Coach Hilliard knows what he's doing, and he, he's going to do the best for me. And I think that if you if you don't want to be average, you do something that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. And I believe that is what cross country will do. Now this coming up season, I know I've already talked to him. It's going to be a little different for me. You know, coming back from a surgery, you know, injury, you know, it'll be a little different, but, you know, we'll have our work, we'll work around that. So we didn't mention why you weren't running. Yes, but, you know. Why aren't you running? Why why am I not running is, you know, between, you know, I had my first, I've only had one actual good race Mm -hmm. between, you know, December 7th at Wabash. I ran the 600, did really well, and was very thrilled about the upcoming season. Well, about 11 days later, no. December 17th, somewhere around there, uh, I I got Achilles tendonitis, I'm pretty sure, in my left foot, and it was, you know, it was a stinger, and it hurt, and then I had to, you know, I had to sit out for a while, for about a few weeks, you know, that finally calmed down, but what happened was, when I started running again, there was a little, a little, you know, it felt like a little, I don't know how to describe it, but it just felt weird on my right foot, and, you know, at the time, I'm thinking, it's whatever, I go to a workout on Monday I do it and I felt it and I was like wow this is this is not right but at the time I'm like I want to run at Birmingham I want to do it well I run at Birmingham running 800 158 which I was impressed for what how I did because I took a month off I was also injured all over the place so you know at the end of the day I wasn't happy about it but you know it was something like that was just you know through everything stopped working and everything you know I was I was at least somewhat happy about it but at the end of the race, I couldn't walk. My foot just felt like it was ready to fall off. So I took another month off and everything. Ran at GVSU, the DMR, and I was a mess. I think that was the worst I've ever felt. So here it's a, hey, let's get an MRI. Let's see what's wrong. They came back. It was a navicular stress fracture. So then I had to sit out for a while. And I'm still sitting out, so it's, it's not stopped. It's been a year and uh, four, six, ten days now over a year now that I've actually ran. Yeah. So, I'm sure you're about excited to get back into it. Oh, yeah. I think every, you know, every week, you know, doing PT right now, being able to start biking, being able to walk finally. I was in a, on a scooter for two and a half months of three, not being able to do anything. So, you know, it, it's just nice enough to start being able to walk, move, and getting ready to being actually able to run. What is your goal to... Like, what's your plan, and when will you start running again? What's your... So, the goal... So, that all just depends on, you know, how I'm feeling, because my... Actually, I went into the doctor's March March 4th, and, you know, he said he's hoping to get me at least somewhat running in two months, which would be April 4th, somewhere around there, but he said also it could change, depending on my leg, because I still have muscle... I don't know what to describe it, but my, like, leg's really skinny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's you've got to re-strengthen back up to what it used to be. So that that's the big part. If I can get that strength back into my leg and the mobility back into my foot, you know, the range of motion, you know, it's starting to come back. But, you know, when I start getting that and everything, you know, maybe two months. I know my, uh, Hilliard said something about an, uh, the anti-gravity machine possibility. So, you know, that would be nice. But just anything to get back would be nice. So, um... Do they have the anti-gravity? They have it at, I believe it's Tri-State, because I know Presley, Presley's 
there, I believe, because I remember her on a Zoom call that she was running on the uh, anti-gravity, and mm. I'm pretty sure it, Emma Emma talked to me about it and asked me if I was going to use it soon, but I'm pretty sure it's at Tri-State. That is fancy. So you're doing some physical therapy right now? Yeah, I go two times a week, like right down the road, and you know, they're working on it, and they said it's gotten a lot better, and I've only been there no more than a month a month now and you know I started in a boot I could barely walk and now I'm actually you know I used to hop hop and bobble but now it's like looking like I'm a normal person again actually walking mm-hmm. and I think um, with me going almost my entire life of running without getting hurt and then you just now getting into distance running running 30 miles a week and then you get hurt like that yeah. it just it crushes you yes it really hurts to um emotionally and everything um especially like you were saying earlier uh to me watching the races is just hard yes because you know you want to be out there exactly exactly and that's the toughest part yes and so you're gonna get hopefully get back into it you said it's just a long process yes it's 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 a long process because I know and I know Hilliard when the when that pull across the pack is done, I know Hilliard wants to start throwing me in for workouts there and start mm-hmm. actually swimming, getting some, because we don't want to, you know, rush into it. Like I said, even though he said I can run, I don't think Hilliard wants me to really rush into it still. Be like, okay, you know, if I can put you in a pool, if I can get you on a bike still, you know, we, we limit your, your running right now and just not worry about it, you know, getting you, in some workouts in the pool. Do you think that you rushed into um the distance too much and that's how you got a stress fracture or how do you think I don't know I'm I'm still you know with stress fractures like that with Achilles tendonitis a lot of it has to do with overuse so you know could I say that but the thing was when I stopped at 30 miles I was doing it for you know a month and a half already mm-hmm. so that that was the weird part so somewhere between I don't know you know it's hard to tell Right. really is because it's one of those things that, you know, some people will get it differently because of certain movements, whereas mine was just, you know, just all of a sudden within a change of a run, Mm -hmm. you know, boom, my, my, you know, uh, bone in my foot just went out and it said, well, I'm done. Right. And with eligibility, um, I'm assuming you'll be back longer. Yes, I will be. I got, so I'll be hopefully running full senior year, and then my fifth year, I plan on getting my master's in sport management, so I'll also be able to run during that time, too. Hopefully, unless something changes, I'm not sure, but that right now, that's, you know, that's where I'm uh, leaning towards of what I'm doing. You think you'd go a sixth year? Um, probably not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that far, unless, you know... Unless I know my running's going to be great, you know, if I, right. I'm ripping 800s. Like Austin Nolan, you know, mm-hmm. he got screwed over, and he's coming back for his sixth year. So, that, you know, that's nice to see him coming back because I thought, you know, I'm not going to be able to run with him again, and he's a great guy. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things that he decided that he wants to run a sixth year, but it just really depends on, you know, the moments. It's all about what's going on at that certain amount of uh, that time. Right. And with the coronavirus and everything right now, it is probably one of the best times for you to get hurt yes yes sadly I mean because we I mean a lot of people can't run right now anyway um and so you getting back into it hopefully you'll be able to get back to racing soon do you think you'd be able to run any outdoor meets no actually I mean Hilliard said when we were talking he said I could technically 
but he said there's no point. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, what's the point of rushing it? Run a 158 and get yourself re-injured and be like, right. well, we know you're better than that, but so let's get you training. Let's get you into the fall because I know in the fall he's already talked to me. He said he wants to limit me to no more than 25 miles a week. Right. But he's also going to be putting me like three or four swim workouts a week just to limit that stuff. And we're getting ready for indoor season next mm-hmm. year, which is a long time. But, you know, that's part of it. I think when I get back onto it, actually running, doing all this stuff again, I think it'll just be easier. And time will move by fast. A lot of people put a lot of, like, stress on running. And um, (laughs) when they get hurt, it seems like sometimes their life falls apart. Um, How are you getting through? (laughs) I've gotten... I've gotten through good, I guess. I mean, it, it, when COVID hit, you know, I probably could have, I probably should have got surgery sooner. But you know, COVID hit. It kind of, obviously, foot injuries were not the biggest deal. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's time. You know, you got your open heart surgeries and everything. So, you know, dealing with that, I was working, delivering groceries. I think that's what kept me sane. Yeah. Really, you had me something to do. I was making money. It was fun, you know, getting to know people, helping people out. Mm-hmm. And I really think that was helpful, uh, talking to a lot of people on the phone when I was at home because I was bored. It's not like I could go out there and run. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't be pretty. It'd right. be a waste of time. You know, I wouldn't be going anywhere. I wouldn't be getting any better. I'd probably gonna be uh, getting worse. So I think, you know, doing stuff that, you know, keeps you occupied the whole summer is what I did, and that's what helped. And I really didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. That's good, especially like with the um, just doing something to keep you feeling like you're in shape, like yes, doing core, yeah, doing eating I didn't healthy. Do that. Okay. I mean, I, I I think I think they wanted me to bike. I know they did, but I just hit a point where I was like, I know I'm gonna get surgery even earlier. I said I'm gonna lose whatever I got because I'm gonna be out for you know months. Mm-hmm. And, you know heck there's runners after a week or two that kind of they start you know slowly but you know after four months it's like you'd be you lost everything right I mean as my foot as my you know legs gotten shrunken it's it's a difference and I think it would have just been like a waste of time what do you think kept you so you feel like you didn't do much um to keep yourself active physically but Physically, yeah. I, I mean, I walked a lot between, you know, going through the ins and outs of stores, delivering groceries and stuff. That was, that kept me, you know, yeah. that was the only thing I was doing pretty much. Yeah. And I, I can, I've known so many different runners just coming back from injuries and then come back stronger just because sometimes you just need that rest. Yeah. Sometimes you just need the time to refocus your mind and find a love for it again. Yeah. So, I completely agree. Well, appreciate you coming on. We might have you back on here soon if you're wanting to talk about more running things. Absolutely. I can talk all day. <laughs> as long as you need me to, I'll be here. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. That was exciting. All right, Tyler. So, I always forget to ask this question, but since I have you here, I'm going to um, add it in. So, if you were able to run with the younger self, what would you talk about on your run? So, what I would talk about to my you know, younger self would be, you know, there, there's a few things, but, you know, the high points I want to hit are obviously stretching. You know, I, I think that was my problem. I wasn't stretching enough, and, and that's where... 
you know, that's where I think I did get my injuries from is not stretching, not properly doing stuff. Um, maybe doing more mileage, you know, because I could have been good in high school, I feel like. I finished 11th at state somehow off of talent, and I knew I could have been better. So maybe telling myself, hey, we need to focus on these things, where I wish I had that with the past coaches, but I don't, right. you know. It was just one of those things that, you know, you don't always get in high school coaches. So do you think um, you would have con tried to convince yourself to do cross country? Oh, yeah, I would have. If, if I would have had better coaches and if, if, you know, if they were focusing on the small things that lead to the big things, then, yeah, absolutely. If I was at a different school, you know, for example, like near schools, Bloomington South or something, I remember, you know, a few kids from Brown County, other schools, they all wanted me to come to their school, and I just said, no, I've been to Martinsville all my life. Maybe if I would have done some, uh, gone there, you know, things would have been different. Maybe. We'll never know. But so like I was saying, you know, you, you just don't get those opportunities always with coaches. And I think that's the biggest thing people should know when they talk to their younger selves. Is you, you all, a lot of people always say, you can do better. You can do things differently. But in the moment, you don't think about those things until you get older. When you get more experience as being a college runner, you go, oh, well, this was different than what I did in high school because it's better, it's more useful, you know, we're training harder, we're doing better things. If I would have had that back in high school, things would have been so much different, I feel like. Right. It's just something we don't know until we get into it. Absolutely. You know, we all wish we, we, all wish we had the information we do now back in the day. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Tyler. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.